Hello and welcome back to the Basement Podcast, episode two of season two. Dose, dose. Today is going to be the start of our flower series. Not really sure how long it's going to go on just yet. Like just how kinda, many parts to the series are going right. to be. We're just going to kind of, you know. Once we, we know it's the last part, we'll know after editing and, and we'll let you know this is the final part. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. But I don't, I wouldn't think more than three probably to get no, most of I the basics. No, I think we'll probably get it in two, but it might be three. It really depends on Yeah, some I was of thinking two, decisions. but it just depends on how yeah, in-depth we, we want to go. Um, but yeah, just remember this is going to be like for someone who is brand new to cannabis has no clue about any of it and is starting from zilch so some of this may be stuff that's like obvious to you but there also might be some uh, things you didn't know who knows right exactly not to say that you know you shouldn't listen because there might be tidbits that you didn't know or you didn't think about right like i talked about last episode when you come from smoking when we were where we were smoking or back when it's we not were like smoking you had when, a freaking class no. where they were like this is how you smoke weed yeah exactly it was mainly just all you were trying to do was keep it a secret exactly right. so just you know a little preface plus at the end of this if you're like oh well you left out some pretty important shit for one, it might be in the other episodes. But also, leave it down below in comments. We like that. Comment, comment, comment. Can you comment on the episode? I don't think so. They'll just have to like comment on an Instagram post. Oh, uh, well, comment on something. Tell us somewhere. <laughs> All right, let's play some <laughs> funky intro music. That was indeed funky. Funky fresh. Freaky, freaky fresh. All right. So while I pull up the notes here, Katie, why don't you uh, start us out? What are we gonna What are we gonna start this off with? Oh, oh, oh! We're gonna start up by explaining what in the world cannabis flower even is, and what we mean by saying flower. Right. So we say flower, flower bud, or you know some of those other names that it goes by, and don't even think of that. You know, someone might have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. And when you right. say flower, they're just thinking, what? What kind of flower grows on a marijuana plant? Right. And especially because I have found that a lot of the people that are trying to, like, take baby steps into uh, cannabis for the first time also, like, often go to something like a vape or a edible. So they're not actually touching the plant. And right. they might never, like... I know people that are like, oh, well, I've just, you know, hit vape pens with it in it. Oh, yeah. Like I know THC a lot of people like that that are just strictly vape pens. And I'm like, well, first of all, your They're knowledge almost... of the plant is so limited because, I mean, you're just hitting vape pens. Right. But, like, they might not even know. Vape oh, pens well, are probably probably my least favorite way to consume. They are the oh, most convenient by Super far. convenient. But I, hate uh, it. I don't like it. I just, if I'm going to do something people. like that, I want to do a dab. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want a vape pen. Right. 
Uh, get one of the little. I and mean, I'm coming around on edibles. I was a big no, and it's because I have ADHD and I want everything right away. That's why I like smoking flour. It's always been my favorite. Like so when I have to have an edible and then I'm waiting and like I still don't completely understand the milligram shit. Like it doesn't make sense to me. But <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's just I'm com- I'm going to try it though. I'm going to try more now. Good. Take the time to kind of figure it out. Well, good, because I plan to bake you lots of yummy right. things. I want to get one of those Levo things. Is that, isn't that what it was called, Levo, um, the butter machine? I have no idea. Well, regardless of who it is, shout out to them if they want to sponsor the podcast. Right, That'd right. Be great. You, ha- you want to spon- you, you sponsor yeah, us? we'll make lots of videos. Yeah, we're going to get a tuck. Kind of makes me Tick. feel like a podcast slut when I say things like that. Like, oh, sponsor <laughs> us, daddy. Anyways. I mean, that's how you get the big bucks, right? I, I don't even care get about the bucks. I just like free stuff. I would just, well, yeah, being able to get one of those. That's the thing that you put the butter in and then you like, put the honestly, weed in someone came and then it like, comes hey, out all infused. With this podcast, you can either make money from it or you can get a bunch of free products to try. But you could only have one or the other. I'd probably have to go free products. Me too. I don't, like I can make money other ways, but exactly. I like people sending me stuff to try it out regardless of what it is. Right. I mean, even if it sucks, it's fun to be like, oh, well, look. Here, watch Just me try this try thing. Try something for free. Exactly. Oh, so. And I mean, maybe it'll be great. I don't know. I feel like we're getting off topic. We did, a for sure, get off topic. So, we're talking about flour. And when we talk about flour, like I said, it's real easy to forget that some people might not have any idea what we're talking about. So, when we say flour, Flour is the bud, so it's the uh, the part you always see people putting into joints that they grind up and uh, roll up in there, and it's the uh, it's what grows on the plant that you smoke, basically. It's the, yeah, it's the flowering part of the cannabis plant. Right. So, like the it'll so go it's through not a the, cycle. So when where they say flower, someone might automatically think you're talking about the the like leaves, petal. the fan leaves on the plant. Because if they've at least seen the plant, that you, they could easily think that you're talking oh, about right. that. Like, oh, that's bud. Right. That flower thing they're talking about must be that leaf that they, right. you know, you associate pot with. But yeah, no, those are just the fan leaves that that fuel, like, help them, you know, bring in all the sunshine. Right. Um, and then so like the bud is like the flowering part, the part that, you know. And the can in case of cannabis plants contains like the sexual parts, whether it's male or female, that those are where the like out of the bud sites, that's where the, you would determine those. And then the buds that are female are the ones that we smoke that turn into these big chunky colas. Right. Right. And so if you've um, ever seen a cannabis plant or you were looking at a cannabis plant you'll have like the fan leaves everywhere and then at the bud sites which will be all throughout the plant it'll be like i don't know how would you describe a a cola well i mean they're not all colas some are just little sporadic buds everywhere but i mean it's just i don't know it looks like a little green cloud (laughs) and it's i don't know they're like a triangular coney cone shaped almost Mm -hmm. some of them taller some of them shorter yeah some are fat some are skinny and then they normally have uh hairs or uh stigmas i think is what they are they can be a variety of color varying from like dark green to light green to now the new shit's got yeah like purple and Mm -hmm. reddish and yeah there's there's all all sorts of colors it's not really a set way that it's gonna look but uh and then all of the buds are coated in trichomes that make them. Um, hopefully, hopefully yes, they are. That if they're good. That contain all of the 
parts of the cannabis plant that you want to consume. Right. Uh, the the cannabinoids and the terpenes and all that fun stuff. So that's like really what you're looking for. And so whenever somebody harvests a plant, they look at the trichomes, they see if they're cloudy, if they're clear, they like a true uh, master grower will be able to pick it like, oh, these are the perfect ones. And then they'll pick them off the plant, trim them, and they make it to the customer after they, what, dry and cure? Sure. We'll get into that later. Um, oh, I got a little off so topic. The, so, and the colors also can be determined by the different, uh, what would you say, variants? So, sativa, hybrid, and indica are the three right now. Right. So, more some of the ones that lead more on the sativa side, uh, I have found at least to be a little lighter. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are more indica are a little darker in, in color. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, from what I've had, I don't know. The thing to me with is you can get into the sativa, and I mean, sativas and indicas do look different in the bud structure and even in the plant structure. Again, that's not one of the things we're going to go into right now. It's a little too in-depth and it's not really, doesn't really matter because more often than not, someone new coming to cannabis isn't going to be growing their own plants right away. They're going to be getting right. it from a dispensary, so it, they could look at variety of different ways you know that's not how it looked on the plant necessarily when it was growing but to me what really it comes down to as far as effects go and how it you know your body takes it or whatever is going to be the terpenes i think everyone's starting to come around to it there are still the few old timers and stuff that only care about the sativas and the indicas and the hybrid type stuff but it is about the terpenes and those once we can understand those better we can more correctly diagnose problems, you know, that you're having and being able to use specific strains for them. Right, knowing, like, that a strain is high in limonene. And limonene is, I mean, you're going to be able to notice that one probably. Like, nobody that's ever smoked before will recognize limonene because it's lemon. That's what they recognize as a lemon scent. Right, and we don't even know all the terpenes yet. They're still finding new ones, and I feel like that's where the focus needs to be right now is on terpenes. Well, and then, exactly, because then you can take a strain that's high in limonene, for example, and then you automatically know that, oh, well, this is going to be good for anti like as a good an anti-inflammatory, it's going to be a good antioxidant. It's going to be an antiviral, anti-diabetic, anti-cancer because limonene has all those properties. I'm not saying that every time you smoke that bud or maybe you might need to digest it for some of those things to take effect, but that's a good baseline to know where to start when you're looking for strains. Right. And, And it is good and you have to really, I think it's super important to ask about terpene profiles and, and, you know, write it down, keep a little journal. So that way you could say you smoke this, you know, you smoke something with limonene. Is that what you were saying earlier? Right. And, then, and you could notice it like, oh, you know, my back hurt a little bit less that day. And then the next right. time you get one that's really high in pinene and you're like, oh, you know, I, you know, I felt better. Or I was in a better mood. I like the way that that one. Made, so you could kind of write that stuff down and then maybe you find a strain that's high in both pinene and limonene. And then it's, it's, you know, it's checking like, all the boxes exactly. that you want to. But the only way you're going to find that out is just to try it. You know, you're going to have to. Right. And that's another important. Bunch of different ones. And Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's another important thing though, is you, it's so important that you try them and you make note. And I mean, this should be applied to all of, everything in your body 
by my standards, you should take notes of how everything affects you. But specifically, if you're smoking cannabis and you're looking for it to give you medicinal benefits, then I would consume something, take note of what terpenes are in it, and and then really record how it affects you and affects your body and the things and, and the ailments that you are trying to treat, you know? Like if you were treating it because you have horrible arthritis and you're hoping it would help a little bit with that, well, then take note of which uh, which terpene profiles helped you the most. That way, you can really define what you know what works best for you because everything's going to affect you differently. Like what affects me affects Cody differently. Right. Obviously. Obviously, <clears throat> that's not obviously. Everyone is. Everyone's different. It's going to affect everyone differently, and that's why I say don't get too hung up on the sativa and the indica and hybrid. Because really, na- nowadays it's just all bullshit. It, I mean, it doesn't matter right. to say that. Oh, if you smoke an indica, then you're going to want to go to sleep, and if you smoke a sativa, then you're going to be wired and ready to go. No, it's just not. not it's not true at all. And for the longest part, when I first started smoking, way before I knew anything about terpenes. I found that an indica was more of an upper for me, whereas a sativa just made me fucking lazy and munchy. Right. So, and I've never really went by that. Uh, You know, indica into couch. Yeah, I always, I never really found that those lined up, but I always also contributed that to the fact that I was, you know, not quite purchasing legally. Right. You know. I mean, (laughs) yeah, and 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 again, you can tell by bud structure, kind of even after it's been trimmed and processed what's sativa and what's indica but it it doesn't matter it's all about the terpene profile and and keeping a journal and being proactive about it you know if, you, if you're doing it for a medicinal purpose then you need to put in the work to find out what works best for you and what you know essentially like i said checks all those boxes for you right but so that's it that's the that's the core structure of that whole thing is just take notes just be aware of what you're doing ask questions be make sure you're getting your, your stuff from you know a reputable source and when with all that being said a big something you really need to look out for is how to pick your bud so what's good bud and what's bad bud <clears throat> and that's uh that's going to be something that's very debatable amongst the cannabis community. Oh, so and I'm sure so. <laughs> some people will agree with this wholeheartedly or some people will say I'm full of shit and don't know what I'm talking about. And to those people, I say, oh, well, I'm, you're probably <laughs> right. And that's fine. This is my own personal opinion. But for me, I don't want a bud when I touch it to crumble apart. OK, right. so so right now I'm just talking about what I'm looking for in the good parts. We'll talk about the bad parts later. But so I don't want it to crumble apart to me that that's overly dried and that's not going to be as part. good. But also, I don't want to, you know, touch a bud and it feel wet and spongy. Oof. I want that 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 point to where I can smash it between my fingers and it sticks when I pull it apart. But it's but it's still got a, that give that cushiony give. It's not that real too dense, like it's filled like it didn't get uh, flushed right or something. Just. I don't like it too thick, and I don't like it too uh, crunchy. <laughs> Real Goldilocks situation it here. Is. And, but it, uh, it is. Then the more you smoke and the more you, like, figure out, you know, how marijuana feels, you kind of get a knack for it. But he's right. It's kind of, you squeeze it, and if you pull your fingers You want it apart, to pop back a little bit. Yeah. You want it to have a little spring back a little bit. And and that just comes with time. You're, you're not going to immediately just grab a bud and be a, a can of sewer. I think that's what they call it or some right. shit. But, uh, but there are just some... find what you like best. And, and grow grow types can also play a big factor in how it feels, yeah. you know, an outdoor. An outdoor may be a little drier, but it may be just as potent because it was grown in the right place and had really good nutrients. Like uh, I've 
been lucky enough to be able to smoke a lot of stuff from, you know, Humboldt that was actually from Humboldt, oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the Emerald Triangle area, and it's outdoor and it was a little drier, but it was some of the best weed, if oh, yeah. not the best weed I've ever smoked. Because they have such, I mean, they're like a perfect right. place to and grow that's it. why I think, you know, people bash on outdoor grows and stuff and like, yeah, in some areas you probably shouldn't be growing outdoors like it's not going to be very good you don't have good nutrients there you know the soil shit there's no good water source or you know there's a uh, crop down the way that sprays with pesticides and it's obviously going to carry and come over and touch your plants and but uh, there are certain places where it is you know it seems like it's meant to be grown like that's where right. it should be grown and it should well it, it should be federally <laughs> legal so that it can only be grown in those areas and then it's just shipped out to places that can't, you know, really grow very good crops outdoors. Right. But uh, that's, that's. Oh, I'm not going to get into the Yeah, I was like, you're it, but, a little bit of a tangent. But, um, and so, so that's what I'm looking for in Good Bud. Well, you're totally missing things like smell. What are you looking for No, no, I'm just talking about, I, that was just feel. Okay, well, let's move on to the next sense then. Yeah, obviously smell. Uh, I was going to say sight. So when oh, okay. you so after you've touched it, obviously you're going to start looking at it. And when you start looking at it, one of the main things you want to look for, as far as oh, this is no good, is mold. And it can look like oh. uh, it, it can be very hard to see. Sometimes there could only be a small spot or something. But if you look around, it sometimes it kind of look like uh, those little spider webs that get formed up that look really right. tight white. It can look like that, or I'm sure there's different ways, but that's the big indicator is when you see that, that looks kind of like that spider webbing, that really tight-knit spider webbing uh, white mold on there. Right. Uh, bugs, as, as crazy as it seems, cookies, when it first opened up in Oklahoma City, had a problem with this, which was having uh, bugs on their bud. In oh, those, right. And uh, those prepackaged like uh, mylar bags. Yeah. So check for bugs, check for mold. Uh, and when you're looking at it, be looking for those uh, with... I think Katie talked about them earlier. Trichomes. trichomes. You know, you uh, want them to be a little bit cloudy. You don't want to be too amber. You don't want them to be too clear. Right. I mean, to really look at that, you'd have to have like a jeweler's loop. And, you know, sometimes the dispensaries will have like a magnifying glass on hand that you can look through it through a lot. I've seen those at a lot of places. And if you do have that option, I would do it and kind of look at those trichomes and do some studying on the trichomes, what you're looking for. Katie talked about a little bit, but it's, it's good to really do an in-depth study on that to, you know, know what the best trichome look is, look is. I guess. <clears throat> but a good appearance. rule of thumb is, like, if you look at a bud and you can't even tell or right. you can't feel on your fingers when you pull them off that there's something left behind. Like, if you really, like, there's no evidence that there's trichomes on Yeah, if there's no it, evidence of trichomes, much. typically that either means, A, it wasn't good to begin with, or B, it was over-processed. It was a machine right. process. So it was just handled very roughly and just isn't, you know, right. isn't up to par. So just make sure that you can at least tell that there's trichomes there as a good start. And from there, you'll kind of get an eye for what you're looking at. Some of them look frosty. They're right. so... Didn't, like they have right. so it much. looks like they have like a, a layer of snow on them, yeah. like, and they'll have you know the orange little hairs. I think they call them pistols. This, uh, um, yeah, maybe I don't know. I thought they some, were stigmas. I don't know. <laughs> that might be a stigma, but um, <laughs> yeah, just look for those things. Uh, and then I guess we'll go into smell now. Yeah, which to me, this one is again so very widely 
debatable because just like essential oil, to me, this is the easiest way to explain it and to think of it is like when you smell essential oils and they always say, well, whatever smells good to you is is what what your body needs. And so to me, you could have something that I think smells really good because I like the gassy stuff. I like the really, really the stuff that you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be hard to hide the smell of just by opening the bag. That's what I like, where some people more like a like a more of a, a piney smell or a fruity smell or some that smell like some that smell like actual cat piss and those oh, I can't stand no those. Thanks. I hate those. I had them, but some people love that. I mean, that's what. So as far as smells go, what you want to look for is something that isn't like if it smells bad to you, just don't get it. It right. doesn't necessarily mean that butt is bad. Now there is if you smell bud and it smells like wet hay, that's more than likely shitty weed. Right. But if it's not like cat piss, like all those things like peppery, whatever. Just because you don't like the smell of it, that just may mean that's not what your body needs right then. Right, it might, might not be, be the strain. You for might you smell right now. that same strain six months from now, and there's something going on, and all of a sudden that smells like the best thing you've ever smelled. Right. So it's that's another thing that comes back to like it's so important to listen to your body. Yeah. Uh, there's this you know thought that I don't know so much anymore. But we used to be nutritionally wise. We used to have nutritional wisdom, which means we knew what to put in our bodies and what not to because we listened to our bodies. Just like how animals in the wild, they know what they can and can't not eat. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'd have animals all the time eating things that are killing them. Right. And that doesn't happen that often because they have nutritional wisdom. And so uh, trying to get back in touch with that that thing inside your body that's telling you like mm, nope not for you that's that's so important yeah it is very important especially when it comes to something like cannabis excuse me <clears throat> when it comes down to smell uh and just overall the health of your body determining what it needs right um but so covered all the things that you need to really look for uh, again, a lot of this is just having to do it, man. I mean, you're just not going to yeah. go in there right away and be, like I said, that can of sewer or whatever. Expert. You just got to take your time. Uh, don't be afraid to be, you know, lacking knowledge. Just don't act like you know everything. Right. Just uh, ask <laughs> like, questions. The, more than likely a bud tender is not going to get upset with you because you don't know anything. He's going to be upset with you if you try to act like you know something you don't. That's right. what's irritating. His job is at most places, or that her job. Sorry, oof. Wow, uh, their Who'd job. Have it be you that would do that. <laughs> at most places is to help you. They, right. if they're working at a dispensary, they most likely really enjoy cannabis but, yeah, and are very ideally, excited to tell you what you need to do right. to start. Because ideally, when you think of a bud tender, you should essentially be thinking of your pharmacist. Yeah, that would be super nice. Right. Yeah, and. Hopefully your but your local bud tender is knowledgeable and you can go and you can ask questions like, oh, well, I'm having this weird or I'm having a lot of inflammation. Let's go with that. And you're like, so I was looking for something that was maybe a little more anti-inflammatory. And then hopefully they'll direct you to things that contain limonene and pinene and, you know, those kind of things that are known to help you uh, with inflammation. Right. But I mean, not. Not all dispensaries are like that yet. <laughs> okay. So talking about dispensaries, let's go into this. So say I'm first time buyer. I just went and made some purchases at the store 
And they gave me all my stuff, and it's in those uh, like black bags. pill bottle pop top things, or yeah, the oh. mylar bags. And that's not how I want to uh, store my product. That's not right. what I want to keep it in because oh, no. maybe maybe I have kids and I don't I don't feel like the feel pop top safe it. enough, or I don't like that mylar bag because it you know looks very uh, trappy. You know, it makes it look well suspicious. I mean, so what what is the best way? I get my product home. What's something I can keep it in? How should I keep it to make sure that it's going to stay the quality bud that it was when I got it? Um, in a, in an airtight <laughs> container. Uh, we personally here prefer jars. Mason we currently jars. have, yeah, we currently have it in clear jars. Although I am looking to move them into some kind of darker color, maybe an amber or green, mm-hmm. even a blue, to help cut down the amount of light that gets in there. Mm-hmm. But, Does it need to be temperature controlled? How's that? Um, just co- I would keep it in a cool, dark place. I mean, that's where we typically keep it. Right. So like keep the top it, of a closet. Right. Don't keep it somewhere where it's going to get moist. Like in your car or in a windowsill. Yeah. Where it could like, yeah, if it's in the sun like that or somewhere that gets hot, it can, you know, get all. Uh, Create moisture inside of the container. Yeah. What's it called? Sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then it can cause mold. Yeah, and then you can mold and all sorts of gross things that you do not want and your lungs don't want. But right. if you keep it nice and cool and dry, then no problems. Right. Oh, and and while we're talking about this, I think they're called like Boeva packets or some shit like that. They're essentially like those things they put in bags of beef jerky like to keep it fresh. Yeah, those wheat. are good, uh, helpful for when you're curing. Not so much, like if you have really fresh weed, it would be... Uh, beneficial, I guess, in some way to use one of those. <clears throat> but for just already cured weed, uh, that's already, you know, everything's already been done. You don't really need to keep one of those in, in there, there with it because then you can get it too dry. You can right. dry it out more than it needs to be. So just uh, if someone doesn't say or, you know, it doesn't come with one or someone doesn't tell you it needs it, then it probably shouldn't have one. Yeah, it's probably fine. They have probably... <laughs> cured it and made sure that it was you know ready for the right. shelf because isn't yeah you just you don't want to just stick that in every little jar of weed you have because then you could end up doing more harm than good right all right so that's how you store it uh like you said any type of jar or airtight container preferably a darker color to keep out sunlight but if even if it is in a clear jar or clear whatever if it's in the top of the closet where, you're, you know, there's not really any light. and Then it's not it, an it issue be, anyways, Yeah, it shouldn't right. be a big deal. It's a pretty good place to keep it. I, I keep it uh, used to, which I don't anymore because we moved and now everything's going to be set up differently. But I used to keep it on my nightstand underneath my uh, little Shelf. tables. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty dark. And, but, yeah, just, just common sense. I mean, like, don't keep it don't keep it anywhere you wouldn't keep, I don't know, like fresh fruit. uh no um i don't know of anything else that i keep i mean potatoes and onions like that you keep them in cool dry places fresh fruits (laughs) fresh fresh root vegetables maybe that's that's what this really is about is that potatoes are fruits i'm sick of pretending like they're not and i'm here to challenge the stigma anyways (laughs) <laughs> but no, just common sense. Like, don't keep it in a windowsill right. collecting sun like it's a plant. You can keep it in a stash box. That's fine. Right. I guess it is a plant. Like, it's a uh, succulent. <laughs> it is. It's a plant. But it's not a live one. It is not alive anymore. It does not need sunlight. No, that's why you got to make sure and cremate its body. <laughs> what? 
I feel like I missed Smoke a joke. Smoke it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> right over the head. You're welcome. I, I'm welcome. For what? <laughs> Missing my joke? Thanks so much. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so um, I feel like... Oh, so, so how do you smoke weed, babe? Well, there's a lot of different ways to smoke weed, but if you're talking about smoking flour specifically... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you smoke flour? Well, again, there's lots of ways. So the most typical way, like I said, if you're new to marijuana, you know, you see it on a TV show or a movie or something, how it's depicted is always going to be a joint or a blunt. So that's going to be the... Ground up their weed, which we're going to talk about grinds in the next series. We're not going to cover that this one because that's a whole nother. Oh, there's so much to grinds. Right. Um, But Mm -hmm. so you grinded, you ground the weed and then you put it inside this paper. Sometimes they use a filter. Sometimes it's straight paper, glass tip, whatever. And then they roll it up either by hand or you can use a rolling machine. I use rolling machine not because I can't roll by hand, just because it's easier easier and faster. Uh, and I don't give a shit. I mean, it, it smokes just fine. So right. I'm not a snob by any means when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, but, and then a blunt is obviously a tobacco wrap or now they have hemp wraps and rose, right. but I mean, there's different types, but a blunt is mainly just a bigger, slower burning joint is a, is an easier way to think of it. Nowadays. Uh, you get, yes. You know, bigger sure. hits typically. Um, but yeah, Those are the most typical ways you're going to have is a, is a joint or a blunt. And if you have enough weed to smoke those consistently, good for you. And, I, you know, I wish I was doing that well. But uh, for me, I smoke out of what's called a one-hitter one and a dugout. So I just have my pipe in this little, uh, this little thing that's about the size of a pack of cigarettes, maybe smaller, depending Definitely on what smaller. kind you have. Because my wood one is about the size of a pack of cigarettes. <clears throat> But, um, and you just put a little bit of weed for yourself, you know, for however long you have your bat in there. And then anytime you need a little hit, you just stick it in there and swish it around and then light right. it up. Uh, and, and that bowl size is pretty small, uh, to have like a whole joint's worth of one hits. Jesus, I don't know how many it would be. You would be right doing well, it for a while. And not just that, like... It makes it so much easier to accurately dose dose yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, as accurate as you can in terms of smoking flour, you're just taking tiny little hits. So you take a hit, you maybe wait a few minutes, see how you feel, take another hit, wait a few minutes, see how you feel. And then you can really get to that as close to the perfect level of high that you're aiming for. Or if it's to get high to get high there's mm-hmm. that or if you're just waiting till you smoke enough that it makes your back pain go away or your headache go away or whatever it is or calms down your anxiety attack depends on what you're smoking for but like you you smoke till you reach that point and then you stop right that way we're you're getting not off track because we're just we're just trying to tell people what they can smoke out of right now okay well i also feel like you left some important things off of joint and blunt like what like that joint papers are smaller, thinner. You just kind of grazed over glass tips and filters. Those are the important parts of joints. Well, they can be, but some people might never use them, and most people don't. So what, are we going to cover those later? Well, of course. Okay. Yeah, those are... Those <laughs> well, are those, of course. Anytime there's, like, ultra-specific shit, whereas in... 
we could make this a five hour long podcast because each thing could stem into right. another thing, which branches out into five into other things. Thing? Okay. The, those more specific things are going to be put in the blog because not only can I break it down there easier right. and it doesn't take as long to do it that way because then I can just attach things. I can attach videos like when we're talking about things to smoke out of, like I said, joints and blunts are the biggest ones. And then you're going to go into your glass pieces because again, this is something you could go so in depth into. But those are going to be mainly a bong, a bubbler, and then pipes. The bongs being the bigger things you're seeing people take giant, giant ribs, ribs out of. Yeah. Bubblers are still a glass piece, typically with water. Uh, some people have bubblers dry. I don't know why, but they do. Um, <laughs> that rhyme. Yeah, but um, this is going to be you know more compact, still have that water effect. Uh, it's just not going to be quite as big. And then you have pipes, which are typically dry. Some of them have water in them. Most of them don't. And they're like palm size. Exactly. They're your handheld glass smoking device. Like, right. Um, and they go really small. You can take pipes all the way down to like small little chillum sizes. Right, chillums, uh, which is a completely separate thing. Again, and could go into so many things because oh, chillums can be made so many different ways, like yep. a true chillum versus a regular nowadays chillum that you typically yeah. get from, like, you know, your dank stop yeah. box or whatever the hell they're called. Um, but yeah, there's just so many different things. But those are the main ones as far as glass pieces go that you're going to see typically uh, dispensaries and stuff displayed are going to be like little one hitters, chillums. Uh, bongs, bubblers, and pipes. And then you're going to have a bunch of rolling papers, blunt wraps, whatever. Some people get blunt wraps already ready to go. Some people will get like, uh, you know, Swisher Sweets or something and uh, take them apart, take the tobacco out, and then roll with those. Uh, But again, those are, that's another one of those things that you could just go so far into depth. And we will, in the blog, we'll have more information. And then I will just attach videos and links and stuff like that so because to me just hearing about those different things is like okay that kind of helps and now I have I know what I'm looking for but now I need to see it now I need to actually see and have this broken down because just hearing about it isn't going to be enough to you know really understand those things yeah so definitely check out the basementpodcast.net and we're going to have a blog section up very soon hopefully out with this episode that will contain our blogs and uh in that we're going to have several that are part of the series that'll come out you know we might drop a couple one day and then a couple in another few days right that's what keeps you all around is right not always giving away everything exactly and uh, also it takes a lot of time to write a lot of blog posts and we're trying to put so much information into them to make sure that we get you all the answers to all the questions because i remember being a brand new smoker and being like, what do I even do? I didn't even know. I didn't. I didn't know how to roll a joint. I didn't know how to. I didn't even know what a hit one hitter was. I saw a twisty blunt on uh, Instagram one time. Blew my mind. I freaking love them still. By the way, yeah, that was the first gift I ever bought you. Yes, it was. He sent it to me in the mail. I didn't even know it was coming, and I opened it Have up. Have we even got on our first official date nope. yet? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was that weekend. That's how you do it, gentlemen. That's a classy move. (laughs) Trying to find a way to a girl's heart, send her a twisty blunt. Yes, and then our stupid dog broke it, but he bought me another one. No, he's not stupid. He's just goofy. Um, he is just so unaware of his giantness. Yeah, he's got giantism. Yeah, well, it's okay. 
It'll be fine. So, and then I feel like one of the other main ones I want to talk about because we're getting close to our uh, end time. End time where people are starting to probably lose interest, (laughs) right? uh, Which is understandable. I'm the same way. Um, But one of the important things, one of the important things, because there's so fucking many of them, is um, to me for this series to kind of wrap this one up is going to be the difference between. What is the difference in flour between edibles and tinctures? Because also, again, you could do topicals, blah, 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 blah. There's all those other things. But as far as consumption goes, edibles, flour, tinctures. Tinctures. Tinctures and topicals, I would say. Yeah, you don't, that's not, you don't consume a topical. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I know what you're saying now. I wasn't. I I was. I skipped right over my. You can't use flour (laughs) as a topical. I I mean, you could, but I don't mean like literally consume. Exactly. Yeah. So, (laughs) flour is in all of those things um, because you have to have it to to make all of those things. That's what came first, the bud. That's why we're calling. That's why we're covering it first. Right. Exactly. Um, And so, essentially. If you broke things down in joints, which we talked about earlier, um, you have one joint of flour, whereas you could have an edible and say the edible is 20 milligrams. And again, this is, I've already said, I still don't understand the milligrams things, but just say for, this is not true, but for argument's sake, uh, or just for, not argument's sake, for uh, For an example, example, uh, 20 milligrams is equivalent to 20 joints okay and i'm again that's not how it is but essential no of course it's not but i'm <laughs> saying I, I, hopefully not because that would fuck me up sideways um, <laughs> but so say you wanted to instead of having to sit there and smoke 20 joints you're like well, i don't have time for that and i need this high for some reason i need 20 joints worth of high <laughs> Uh, i could just eat this one edible and that's going to give me that effect now it's going to take longer well, it and it'll kind of affect effect. you differently. Well, yeah, it'll affect you differently. Again, that's one of those things that's very fine print that we're not going to go into on this podcast, mainly because we're nearing the end. It could possibly be on the next one. But, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, it's different ways to consume, and it, it affects you in different rates. It affects your body in different ways, uh, right. how it's consumed, how it attaches to the fats in your body, all those different things, obviously, Um uh, Oh, go ahead, Katie. She okay. raised her hand. <laughs> so I just want to add this before I forget about it. A very important thing to note about these three and maybe the differences between them uh, is flour and tinctures are going to give you some of the most immediate high. The tincture is going sublingually underneath your tongue, and that goes very quickly into your bloodstream, and therefore the THC makes it to your brain or whatever area of your body very quickly, targets it. Woohoo! Fun times. And then same thing with smoking. You bring it into your lungs, you get that exchange of oxygen and blood and THC, and then it pumps up to your brain immediate high. With the uh, edible, it has to digest and go through the stomach and work its way into the intestines where it is then absorbed into the body. And uh, it does make it its way into the bloodstream, but it's also much closer to other receptors like your uh your like the receptors that are in your your actual body that are connected to your lymphs like mm. your lymph nodes and stuff right right and so you're much more likely to get more of a body related high from eating an edible okay 
And I think that's it. I think that's all I had. I think that's what the hand raise was for. Well, I kind of got well, lost good. in the middle of it. That's fine. It happens. I feel like we did all right. And like <laughs> I said, agree. the blog will have much more in-depth yes, and less so babbly much. information. Yes, and there will also be a part two, at least. And I'm feeling maybe a part three with how Probably much with information how in depth I wanted Katie to keeps say. trying to go. I'm sorry. There's just so much I want people to know about this wonderful magical plant. I know. I know. I know. In due I time, know. my dear. I get so impatient. All right, so the news segment that we said we, were, oh, we yeah. wanted to end with news, it, news, we news. really don't have that much. I mean, I could, you know, talk about some stories that aren't really that relevant because in all honesty, the main story is is that nothing's happened. There's right. a lot of talk, a just like always, again. but there's a lot of not action. Um, there are, Not to say there's not people doing good things. It's just as far as politics go, it's the same fucking thing. Schumer right. still said, you know, he wants to have it out before the August recess. Um, but haven't heard anything else from that so far. Uh, they've talked about the safe banking and the more act and how people are talking about it. But again, no movement. So not even going to waste y'all's time with that. Like I said, still nothing big, nothing, nothing, of nothing note. altering. So maybe that'll change. Um, but I think, I don't think there's really anything worth talking about as far as news not goes. Not really, no. Uh, now, if you haven't already, uh, go ahead and like, subscribe, share, comment, whatever. Yes. Uh, if you have a question or a concern or a tip or anything, just let us know. Right. Hopefully reviews. we're going to have, yeah, right. Reviews as long like as they're not Apple. ugly. No, they can be ugly. That still rates us. I mean, uh, I would like them to be five stars. You could give us like, you know, a great review. That'd be fabulous. Yeah. And then I, I get ones I don't love as much, but I mean, at least it's people telling yeah. us things. Yeah. I mean, if it's positive negativity is in something like constructive? we can build on. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's constructive, just like, please. Yeah. You suck ass, go Pitcher, jump off a cliff. Yeah. Then that's just not really helping anybody. No, but anyways, no, no. like, share, subscribe, all the things that all the other people you ever listened or watched say to do at the end of their episodes. And uh, and, and also be nice to each other. Yeah, be nice. Just it's not that hard. Be, if you don't have some, like my mom always said, if you don't have something nice to say, don't, don't say, say anything at all. Don't have anything right. nice to say. Don't say. And anything remember now. that mental health is very so important. important. Take it seriously. Don't take it lightly. Don't think that it means something is wrong with you and that you should hide it. You're not alone by any means. Several million people, maybe billions, suffer with mental health issues. It is a real thing, and it's not something yeah. to be ashamed of. No. With that being said, re- just remember there's a difference in having mental health issues and having a bad day. You know, just because you uh, stepped in gum and then your car ran out of gas and you had a bad day doesn't mean all of a sudden you have clinical depression. It just means you had a bad day. But if you do have clinical depression or you do have anxiety or you do have some type of mental illness that alters your life in a significant or even slightly significant way, talk to someone about it. Please. Seek help. Take it seriously. Someone will be there. Right. And if they're not, we will. I don't right. give a shit. Yeah. Message us on Instagram. I'm not the best at messaging back right away, but I'll get to it eventually. I will. <laughs> I'm not going to leave you hanging forever. Right. Exactly. So, you're not alone. Don't take it lightly. And with Be that. Good humans. Yeah. With take that, care of the I think I will now play some generic exit music again. You ready, Katie? I'm ready for it. Here we it. go.